Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for those who have tuned in to this week's podcast. We continue to lift up the returning military personnel. We pray the blood of Jesus over deep vein thrombosis. We pray these things in the name of the consolation of Israel, Jesus Christ. Amen. My friends, every now and then, I have a dream that is vivid and entertaining when I can remember the details. The Bible has many examples of dreams and visions. Dreams and visions in the Bible are prophetic, with a vision being the ability to see or plan something for the future. Dreams are thoughts and pictures in the mind that come during sleep. So today, let's look at some of the dreams and visions in the Bible. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is found in Joel 2.28, which promises, And it shall come to pass afterwards, that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. My Christian comrades, in the past, God's Spirit was poured out on selected men with selected duties at selected times. Now, God's Spirit would be poured out on all flesh, male and female, Jew and Gentile, young and old. In the New Covenant, the outpouring of God's Spirit is not limited to the kings or prophets or priests, but common folks. My friends, Daniel 1 and 17 says, As for the four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. A few years ago, a friend asked me to interpret a dream he had. I explained to him that I did not possess the gift of interpreting dreams, but Daniel did. When King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, he asked his magicians, astrologers, and sorcerers to tell the king his dream. Not only were they to tell the king his dream, but they were also to interpret the dream. After much stalling, the king's wise men could not tell or interpret the dream. There was a reward for telling and interpreting the king's dream, but the penalty for not telling him was death. Daniel asked for permission to see the king, but before he went to the king, he prayed. My brothers and sisters in Christ, prayer is always in order, and it is especially in order when you need revelation. Will you pray and ask for God to reveal what is needed? God revealed the king's dream to Daniel, who went to the king with the content of the dream and its interpretation. In Genesis 20 and 3, God came to Abimelech in a dream one night and said to him, Indeed, you are a dead man because of the woman you have taken, for she is a man's wife. Folks, this is an interesting dream sequence, as God and Abimelech were having a conversation within a dream. An awesome God and a pagan king discussing Abraham's wife, Sarah, who had been passed off as his sister for the second time. Abimelech restored Sarah back to Abraham the next day. Elihu gives Job these words in Job 33, verse 14 through 18, telling Job, For God may speak in one way or another, yet man does not perceive it. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men, while slumbering on their beds, 
Then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction in order to turn men from his deed and conceal pride from man. He keeps back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. My comrades for Christ, Job's friend thinks that God may have visited Job in a dream and he missed it. Some dreams are so real that you can believe that you are right in the middle of it. And yet, the next day, details are sketchy when you try to recall them. God warns against those who prophesy false dreams in Jeremiah 23 and 32, stating, Behold, I am against those who prophesy false dreams, says the Lord, and cause my people to err by their lies and by their recklessness. Yet I did not send them or command them. Therefore, they shall not profit this people at all, says the Lord. My friends, history continues to produce false prophets who prophesy false dreams that are believed by God's people. We are to discern everything spoken to us so that we know if it is the truth or not. Joseph, the son of Jacob, was not only a dreamer, but an interpreter of dreams. His dreams, found in Genesis 37, verses 5 through 11, had Jacob and all 11 of his brothers bowing down to him. Needless to say, this brought about extreme animosity between Joseph and his brothers, so much so that his brothers sold him into slavery. Years later, when Joseph was second in command in Egypt, Jacob and his brothers came to him to buy food and bowed down before him. They did not recognize him as Joseph, as they had sold him into slavery as a young teen, and now Joseph was a grown man. He ascended to that position by interpreting the dreams of Pharaoh, preparing Egypt for famine. In Genesis 15 and 1, God speaks to Abram in a vision saying that, In Genesis 15 and 1, God speaks to Abram in a vision saying, Do not be afraid. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. Abram, his name before God changed it to Abraham, had just defeated a much larger army, and he expected to be attacked as part of a counteroffensive. After defeating the army of the five kings, Abram refused to accept any of the spoils of the battle. God reassures Abram that he is his shield, and there is no need to fear. Folks, sometimes we need to hear from God that he has our back. Not only does God promise to protect Abram, but the reward he turned down would be exceeded by the reward God has for him. Abram's doubt stems from him being childless, even though God had promised an heir. Jacob, the grandson of Abraham, would have a dream where he sees angels ascending and descending between heaven and earth, as recorded in Genesis 28, verses 10 through 12. In Jacob's dream, there was now access to heaven and there was interaction between heaven and earth. My friends, our access to heaven is through Jesus Christ. In John 1:51, Jesus says to Nathanael, Most assuredly I say to you, hereafter you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. In 1 Kings 3, verses 5 through 14, God appeared to Solomon in a dream and offered the new king whatever he wanted. Now let me stop right there. For 99.9% .9 of us, our response would be anything and everything other than what Solomon asked. I'm impressed that Solomon, who was a very young king, was wise enough to choose wisdom. Sometimes dreams are warnings. The question is, will we act on the alert 
or ignore it and continue on our path. God warns the wise man in a dream not to return to Herod in Matthew 2 verse 12. In Matthew 2 verse 13, Joseph was warned in a dream to take baby Jesus and Mary and flee to Egypt. Both the wise man and Joseph were obedient to the dreams. Joseph's next dream instructed him to leave Egypt and return to Israel in Matthew 2 verse 19 through 21. Again, Joseph was obedient. My Christian companions, I must admit that I would be hard-pressed to make a move like Joseph based on a dream. I would want confirmation, and if most of you who are listening were honest with yourself, you would also want some sort of confirmation. Pilate's wife had a dream and warned her husband not to have anything to do with Jesus in Matthew 27:19. Pilate had already stated that he found no fault in Jesus in Luke 23:4. If he had heeded his wife's warning, someone else would have gone down in history as the person who sentenced Jesus to death. My Christian friends, we won't remember most dreams, yet some will be recalled for years. The only way to know if God has spoken to you in a dream is to have a personal relationship established so that you know his voice. That relationship is mediated by his son, Jesus Christ. If you'd like to start that relationship, pray this prayer with me. Father, I want to hear from you, whether it be through dreams or visions or other means, I want to know your voice. I ask for forgiveness of my sins and that you will place your spirit in me in the name of the Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ. Amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. If you'd like to write to us, do so at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693-2204. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the Donate button. Be blessed, stay safe, and have a great week.